It's time to listen to you, the listeners. Go to WCBM.com and vote in WCBM's latest poll. It's fun, fast, and lets us know that you want more from WCBM.com. Baltimore is listening. Maryland, the wait is over. BetMGM is here to elevate your sports betting experience. Head over to WCBM.com or fire up the WCBM mobile app to sign up and claim your offer. Kim Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right, good morning. Wow, I, I think we've had a pretty decent show. Uh, some people might believe that I've been talking about safe streets all day. Don't believe them. At 9.30 a.m., we did talk to Theru Vigaraja. He is now in the Baltimore mayoral race. I do see uh, some of your emails here. Some people saying the same as our last caller, uh, saying Theru is a good guy, but he's not going to be able to get in because he is not black. Look, you are not wrong. Okay, it is tough. As a caller pointed out, identity politics is at large here in the city of Baltimore. And it's unfortunate, you know, voting against your best interest just to vote for somebody with the same skin color. That's a wild thought in 2024, isn't it? Like, I'm going to look past somebody that's actually going to do some good here in the city because they're not black. I mean, it's like it's that simple and it's that ridiculous and it's that stupid. It really is. It's stupid. It is. Uh, you know, if you miss any of the show, uh, again, you can go to WCBM.com. That's where all the shows are archived. And I have to ask you, as I always do, if you're just joining us, where the heck have you been? But don't worry, we still have a lot, a lot of Baltimore corruption to share with you. I know it sounds sad to say that, but it is true. Uh, I wanted to get into this story about the, uh, Baltimore City website. This, this is an interesting one. I saw it broke yesterday from the Baltimore Brew. You know what I will say, though, real quick here? You know, I want to sh- give a shout out to all the corrupt people in Baltimore City. You make putting my show plan together so easy. <laughs> so easy. All I have to do is just log on. <laughs> and everything just comes out. Like, you know, like again, it's like there's a dumpster fire. I just go over to the dumpster. There's some flames that shoot out. You know, I, I have a bucket. The flames just jump right in and that's it. And then I go about my day. I go do the dishes. I go do the laundry. And, and, like everything just jumps out. There's so many people that are so corrupt in this city. The show writes itself. All right? Okay, this is about the city's website. And if you've ever been to BaltimoreCity.gov, you know what? If you're at your laptop, laptop, just go to it now. Go to it now. If you're listening to the show uh, on your phone, you should be able to go right outside of that app and then Google BaltimoreCity.gov. Just take a look at the website. So apparently, that ridiculous website that you're probably looking at <laughs> is costing taxpayers millions of dollars. Yes, millions of dollars. You don't see any cool graphics. Like, none of that's there. Nothing's there. I want you to take a listen to this audio because you might be shocked. Take a listen. Today, a software company owned by the husband of Baltimore's deputy mayor quietly receiving more tax dollars to redesign the city's website. This marks the second time the BOE has boosted the project's budget, which has now doubled in price. Fox 45's Rebecca Pryor spoke to a taxpayer advocate about why the contract is now raising ethical concerns. Rebecca? Yeah, Mary, what started as a $1 million project has now ballooned into a $2 million project. And taxpayer advocate David Williams tells me that the cost is far from his only concern. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed, please say nay. The ayes have it. 
passing unanimously with no comment or discussion. The Board of Estimates quietly handing another $250,000 to Fearless Solutions, LLC, the software company currently redesigning the city's website. It's the project's second adjustment, extending its completion deadline, and boosting its total budget to $2.2 million, more than double the amount initially agreed on. Significant changes made to a contract riddled with controversy from the beginning. The Board of Estimates should be asking questions and should be demanding answers. For there to be no discussion about this is ridiculous. Raising ethical concerns for taxpayer advocate David Williams, the head of Fearless Solutions, Denali Drowza, the husband of Baltimore's deputy mayor, Letitia Drowza, and one of Mayor Scott's longtime campaign contributors. Most recently, Fearless Solutions donating $2,500 to Scott's re-election run last August. That raises so many ethical questions about whether or not the best price was paid for it. This should not have been awarded to anyone that had any connection to City Hall. Williams also questioning how the contract was awarded. Despite the city's previous web designer carefully chosen through a competitive bidding process, the Baltimore City Information and Technology Office, or BCIT, awarding Fearless Solutions a non-construction consultant agreement, allowing the BOE to approve the contract without seeking any formal bids from other companies. Although, according to Mayor Scott... This is a professional service contract, right? Professional service contracts and what BCIT did is that they also went out and talked to multiple contractors and decided uh, to go with Fearless. So they did take other bids? They did. They talked to other contractors and they BCIT decided on on this contract. I am not at liberty to say at this time. Fox 45 following up with the mayor's office, the comptroller's office, and BCIT asking what other contractors were considered, how much did they bid, and can we receive copies of those bids? So far, no answers. How is Mayor Scott not in jail? I like I, I have to know this. This is Healthy Holly book scandal on steroids. How is he still free and running for re-election? I am blown away. Like I said, I first saw this with the Baltimore Brew. That uh, audio there was from Fox 45. Rebecca Pryor has it. Uh, so if you want to look at the Brew, if you want to look at Fox 45, they both have the story. Uh, as you heard there, that was just yesterday at the BOE meeting, Board of Estimates, and they approved another $250,000 for this contract, uh, which, again, this contract initially was awarded $1,078,847.40. Now, that contract, the initial contract, already had a lot of people scratching their heads. Okay? This very simple website, which you probably saw if you went to BaltimoreCity.gov, I think I'm, I'm possibly sure that my seven-year-old could put it together. Okay? If she could possibly use Wix or GoDaddy, and she could possibly do it for possibly $4,000, okay? That's what it looks like. It looks like a $4,000 website that city taxpayers are now paying $2,216,691.35. Yes, over $2 million for a $4,000 website. It's unbelievable. Believable. I know people hate when I say that. Give me another word. Incredible. Laughable. <laughs> what can we use here? And so you have the BOE 
passing this unanimously. And this is, again, this is one of the things I wanted to ask Shannon Steen before she backed out coming on the show. I wanted to ask her, are you going to rubber stamp and just say yes to everything Mayor Brandon Scott tells you to say? We didn't get a chance to ask her that question. But Council President Nick Mosby, who chairs the Board of Estimates, because that's what the city council president does, whatever Mayor Scott wants, he hits the gavel and says, let's do it. Let's do it. Is she going to do the same thing? Is Councilman Z. Cohen, if he becomes the city council president, is he also going to rubber stamp Mayor Scott's ridiculous agenda and possibly, possibly criminal decisions? There's no way in the world that this should have passed yesterday at the BOE. And they didn't ask, if you heard there, they didn't ask a single question. Nobody asked why they needed another $250,000. Now, mind you, this website was supposed to be up and running with even a different piece connected to it, okay? That was supposed to help with, uh, it's, it's like some kind of dashboard. It's easier for constituents to use. That was supposed to be launched by now, right? It's January 2024. They said they need this extra $250,000, and they're not going to launch that extra piece until June. <laughs> How is this possible? This isn't real life. This can't be real. I could call a website designer and have something launched within the next three days. You're telling me you can't launch it till June? It's just an interactive website for constituents? Now, Dr. DeRaza. They mentioned there that she is the deputy mayor, right? If you re- if you recall the name, if you remember that name, that is because that is the Dr. DeRaza that was basically telling Mayor Scott how to handle the city during the COVID pandemic. Remember, that was a little young lady, very beautiful young lady, that was standing up at the podium with the, uh, the mayor saying, yes, we must continue to shut down. We must continue to have all of these buildings locked down. No, we can't open the churches. Sure, the liquor stores can be open. The casinos can be open. But no, your kids can't go to school. They have to learn virtually. That Dr. DeRaza is her. She's the one. And so after the pandemic ended, you would think that she would go about her day and be a doctor somewhere in the private sector? No. Because once you get a taste of that city government money... So good. They then just moved her position from the doctor that was overseeing the pandemic to deputy mayor. So he just moved her around so she could get another government check. And then she said, all right, you don't have to take any bids from any contractors. Even though Mayor Scott, he said, allegedly they did. Allegedly they did. So she said, come on in here, hubby. Her husband comes in and now he's got over $2 million for a website a child could put together for four grand. <laughs> Wow. Is the word nepotism? What's the word there? I, I think I, I always just think scandal. This is a scandal. If Catherine Pugh went to prison in Alabama for the Healthy Holly Book scandal, I would like to see Mayor Scott in Rikers Island <laughs> for what we see today. The link between BGF and Safe Streets, right? This ridiculous nonsense here with this website that doesn't actually do what it's supposed to do and won't for quite some time that costs millions of dollars to taxpayers. The fact that this happened, absolutely crazy. Then he's asked about it. He's asked at the press conference. Well, no, is it, uh, well, you know, like I know. We looked at other bids, you know. <laughs> this guy, if he ends up being reelected, there's nothing, there's nothing I could do here in the city of Baltimore. There's nothing I could do. 
There's nothing I can do. That would mean that the voters, you know, many of them, some of them are also in on this. Remember, like there's a lot of people that live here that also get money from the city. There are a lot of people that work within city government uh, that allows all of this corruption to continue. Those people are obviously going to continue to vote for Mayor Scott. But there should be a large portion of the city. Uh, they're looking at this situation saying, you know what? I don't really want a gang to run the city in which I live in and try to raise my kids. And I also would like to have a decent public education system. Uh, even if my kids don't go to the schools, I know some of the neighbor kids don't go to the schools. I would like for it to be decent and that my property taxes are paying for them, by the way. You've got to have a, a, that portion of the city has got to come out and vote. They have to get out and vote. If you don't get them out to vote, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. (sighs) Wow. Wow. If you want to weigh in on this, you can. 410-WCBM680. 410-922-6680. You can also text me through the text line as well. I got a couple of texts coming in. I just want to... uh, what I read here, it says, uh, Senator Bulwer said, this sounds a lot like Anthony Brown's Obamacare website rollout. Same company, perhaps? <laughs> Senator, how dare you come in here with these facts? If you guys remember, and, and this is how I can't believe that uh, Anthony Brown is now the Attorney General here in the state of Maryland. He was a terrible lieutenant governor. He had one job. His one job as lieutenant governor was to make sure the Affordable Care Act rolled out like it was supposed to roll out. He failed. He failed miserably. And now he's the AG. This is what I'm talking about. People failing upwards in the state of Maryland. Okay? You have right now, I'm a Baltimore County resident. I continue to hear the Baltimore County executive, Johnny Olszewski, plans to run for higher office. Oh, look, over my dead body. This guy has ruined Baltimore County. Ruined it. We didn't have open-air drug markets like we have today. We didn't have the crime and violence like we have today. We didn't have less police on the streets like we have today. All under his so-called quote-unquote leadership. And now I hear he wants to run for higher office? You've got to be kidding me. But this is what Maryland does. They do it great. You can be a Democrat and be terrible at your job, and you can fail upward. That's exactly what Anthony Brown did. He had one job. He failed to complete it. And how he's the AG. <laughs> Look, I, I know there's a lot of Democrats that listen to the show. How are you? Hello. But I also notice whenever we talk about local politics, we talk about how bad some of these local politicians are. They never seem to call in. They call in or they text in when we're talking about President Trump or things on a national level because they want to attack Trump and they want to say, oh, that Republican so bad. But you've got to admit something. You've got to admit it today. You've got local leaders on both the local city level, the county levels, and the state level that are ruining the state by the day. You won't admit it because they're in your party. You won't admit that they fail at their job often because they're in your party. You won't admit it because you want to continue to vote party lines. But I know you listen to the show. And when we talk about these people specifically, and I point out specifically how terrible they are at their jobs, you don't hit this phone line. But if I talk about Trump, you're all over it. You're exposing yourselves, by the way. You're exposing yourselves. At the end of the day, Trump in office, whether he's in office here in 2024, even when he was in office in 2016, that did not affect your life like these local leaders. Maryland is continuing to go down this downward spiral county by county. Because of these idiots that continue to fail upwards. And you're not going to call the phone and talk about them, are you? No. You can't. You got nothing to stand on.
Coming up next, we are going to play Who Said That? We're also going to talk about, oh, more, more about Maryland. This law that is protecting violent criminals in schools. Yes, there are teenagers that are rapists and murderers possibly sitting in classrooms with your teenagers. Do you want to hear about it? Of course you do. Chris Paps with Project Baltimore. He had the story. We'll talk about that coming up next. Joining me in studio as usual is Melissa Segev, Audiology Associates. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Boy, do I have questions for you. Yeah. Uh, Should I ignore my tinnitus? A lot of us of a certain age are ending up with tinnitus. And the question, can I just ignore it? You know, I don't think we should ignore anything that is suddenly there that wasn't, you know, a lot of people will have tinnitus due to noise exposure. So even if they were 20 and were, you know, that's when the tinnitus could have began. And as we get older, it just becomes more like consistent. So it's there all the time instead of just intermittently. And my answer is never ignore something because tinnitus is most likely associated with hearing loss, which should also be documented, but it also might lead to other or be caused from other problems that really do need more medical attention. For example, if you have tinnitus in one ear, that is usually more concerning than if it's in both or maybe in the center of your head because um, we want to know why is one ear producing it when it's not, when the other one isn't. And we want to always rule out tumors or small growths that can occur in the ear that cause that. Um, every medication has a side effect of tinnitus as well. And then the most common cause of tinnitus is hearing loss. So if you have hearing loss in one ear, not the other, um, you know, we, you might have tinnitus in that ear. But again, we want to know why we want things to happen in both ears at the same time. So when they do they don't. We always want to look into it. Um, and then even if you do have tinnitus, there's a lot of treatments available. There's no cure, regardless of whatever you see on mm-hmm. Google. Dr. Google doesn't know. There's no <laughs> cure for tinnitus. It is produced from the brain. Um, but what we do know, there are a lot of treatments that are very effective in managing it. Yeah, and with the, the, uh, today's technology and the hearing aids, it's, it's amazing what can be amazing. done. Amazing. Uh, in order to cancel out that sound. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Melissa Segev, Audiology Associates, when silence is not golden. Telephone number? 410-944-3100. Or online, aaiaudiology.com. As always, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's three hours of real news, informed opinion, traffic, and weather on the threes. And your calls. Don't miss the morning drive with Casey and Elliot. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The latest headlines are just minutes away at 30 past the hour. It keeps you updated with the latest changes that are happening throughout the world. This is Talk Radio 680. WCBM. Yeah, I forgot. I, I keep using the wrong word here. Of course, I know you guys don't want to reuse unbelievable. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. My friend Chris in Kaysville, he says you could also use the word insulting. Yes, this is insulting. It is. Uh, but uh, I love being here. And just so you know, this is not a show, right? I'm not here for, for entertainment purposes. This is a broadcast because this is real life. And I hope people understand that this affects their lives. And all I'm doing is relaying the facts. And, of course, I, I tell you what my opinion is on some of these facts. And then hopefully you guys will think about this yourselves and share it with your neighbors, share it with your friends, and any of those that actually vote in the greater Baltimore area. Uh, Maryland Patriot Gal, my friend that tweets live here uh, you know, while listening to the show, of course, I appreciate you. She just sent me a link uh, to show me Fearless, right? That's the name of this uh, website company uh, that is owned by Dr. DeRaz's husband. She sent me their Instagram page and showed me where they were kind of getting a good view of the headquarters. It's gorgeous. This is beautiful. (laughs) This is a beautiful location. 
Now that they're getting $2 million for a website that isn't properly working, I mean, it's like, wow. No wonder they can afford this. And this little link, it shows, uh, it shows, uh, I guess it was the company that day they had the ugly sweater day, uh, ugly Christmas sweater day at the office. And when they are walking through, you can see even from the front door going all the way to the conference rooms and everything. It's, it's a gorgeous place. Top notch. Taxpayers, you should be good. You should go check it out. You should check it out. You should be happy about it because you're paying for it. Uh, the Instagram page, I'll spell this out to you because I don't know how to even pronounce this. It's D-E-L-A-L-I-D. Okay? D-E-L-A-L-I-D. Dalalid? Whatever. Anyways, that's the Dr. Daraza. This must be her husband's Instagram page, and he's showing people around. Uh, the caption says, point of view of a tech CEO. <laughs> that's what you're calling yourself? With that ridiculous website, you're a tech CEO. <laughs> All right. If he's a tech CEO, I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> That's it. I'm declaring it today. I'm declaring it. Hey, don't forget, turn your volume up if you don't have it up. I'll stop laughing. Uh, we're going to play Who Said That here in just a second. Uh, I also wanted to just uh, put this on your radar because I thought it was interesting. You know, Charlie Kirk, uh, he now has his show playing here at WCBM. Uh, but he he had a post yesterday on X, formerly known as Twitter. A lot of people got very upset about it. And I understand why people were upset. But I also understand why Charlie Kirk said what he said. Take a listen. And that's why I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like, I'm so glad I saw the guy with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit before we took off. And I feel better now. Thank no, you. I mean, about like, that. you want to go thought crime? Like, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Well, that's the you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have done that before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't have done that. That's not who I am. That's not what I believe. It is the reality the left has created. And so, if Charlie Kirk sees a black pilot, he's going to get a little afraid. So, here's the thing: was he? Did he say it in a way that would piss people off? Sure, right? People were mad. They were mad. But with DEI and the way they're hiring people, and we heard from United Airlines saying, "Oh, we're ba- we're picking, we're choosing people based on color and gender." I can see why Charlie's thinking this. Look, don't don't create these situations where you have people say things that you don't want to hear. He's absolutely correct in that. I'm thinking that when I'm seeing anybody in a top position today. Are they a DEI hire? I don't know. How'd this judge get on this bench? I don't know. Are they qualified? Am I going to jail for speeding? I don't know. <laughs> right? That, this is what DEI has created. Did he say it in a, in a way that, you know, people wouldn't get upset? No. But, of course, that's what they want, right? They want clicks. They want views. But I understand where Charlie was coming from. All right. Take a listen to this audio clip. You're going to have to tell me who said that. And as soon as you know, call 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Take a listen. I'm unapologetically pro-life. I believe that we are a culture that protects life, that values life. I think that's who we are as a country, and I'll continue to support those measures. All right, a very familiar voice there, and he got a call in, 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Now, you used to be able to text and and email, but not anymore, right, because you're getting bragging rights and... Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. It's different, right? Now there's an actual prize. I love it. Uh, Shout-out to Maryland uh, Lottery and WCBM. We're happy to be able to give out prizes here on Kim Classic Live. Coming up next, we'll get a winner 
for who said that. And then we're also going to talk about this Maryland law that is protecting violent criminals in schools. Now, this is out again with Chris Pabst and Project Baltimore. Of course, Fox 45 doing all the work. I also have a, a little audio to play from Charles Payne on Fox News. He dropped the hammer yesterday. He was getting into it. Everybody was talking about how much they hate Trump. But Charles Payne said, you know what? Let me tell you something. And Charles, usually, he doesn't raise his voice often, right? He's like a big teddy bear. So to see him say that, I'm glad that it went viral and the people understand exactly where somebody that's usually mild-mannered is coming from. Again, up next, we'll get a winner for Who Said That. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. On the heels of his win in the New Hampshire primary, former President Trump is due back in a New York courtroom today. His civil defamation trial being sued for $5 million is set to resume. The top court in the state of Maine is not weighing in on whether Mr. Trump can stay on the state's ballot, deferring instead to the U.S. Supreme Court. President Biden has gotten an endorsement from the leadership of the 400,000-member United Auto Workers Union. Refusing to back down in his drive to secure the southern border, Texas Governor Greg Abbott accusing President Biden of refusing to enforce immigration laws and even violating those laws. Abbott argues the state has the constitutional authority to defend itself against what he says is an invasion. Stocks higher on Wall Street. The Dow's up 114 points. The Nasdaq ahead 98. The S&P up 25 points. More details. SRNNews.com. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about Rescue Supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking Rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored Rescue Supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. And the best part right now... You get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now, to get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life. Or call 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483 to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today. Lots of clouds, lots of rain. Steady flow of moisture from the south means showers much of the day. It is a warm day, though, 57. Showers overnight as well, and some showers to start the day tomorrow. We're dry, cloudy for the rest of the day. 68 the high tomorrow, and then starting to cool down over the weekend. Saturday, only a slight chance of a shower. 56 Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt, get money today if you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Are you a Maryland homeowner who's looking to sell your home? If you're not careful, you can undercut your greatest lifetime investment by tens of thousands of dollars. Hi. This is Kim Klasick. For years, I've rallied for economic prosperity in Maryland. One of the best ways you can foster your own financial future is by selling your home for top dollar. Unfortunately, many people accept less for their non-updated homes. Did you know there's a way to profit more from all of your years of hard work? Renovation Real Estate is a licensed real estate agency and general contractor. 
They help homeowners like you make $20,000 or more in extra profit by upgrading their homes with no upfront cost. They will increase your home's value to attract competitive buyers with no out-of-pocket cost to you. They fix it. They sell it. You profit. Don't undercut your greatest lifetime investment. Call Sean Holden from Renovation Real Estate at 410-724-1199 or visit online at renovation.realestate. MHIC 118795. Hi, this is Sean Casey. I bet if you asked a group of people about reverse mortgages, you're bound to get back a lot of different opinions. Unfortunately, there are so many misconceptions about reverse mortgages that steer homeowners away from a great loan option. Reverse mortgages are not the same as they used to be. If you want to discover the truth about reverse mortgages, call Mark McVeary at Reverse Mortgage Answers for a free no-obligation guide. 410-788-7070. 410-788-7070. Staple stores provide innovative products and services for small businesses, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staple store. This is Frank Morano. A lot of Americans don't want Trump or Biden. You know who falls into that category? My guest. Friday morning, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's right. The independent candidate for president will join me and make his case as to why he should be your choice for president. I'll see you from 1 to 5 on the radio. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right. We're going to get a winner for Who Said That? And then we'll get into the story by uh, Chris Pass with Project Baltimore. Again, the headline, Maryland law allows convicted rapists to attend Baltimore High School. Public not informed. Yeah, you're not going to want to go anywhere. Again, another incredible story. All right, we got to play Who Said That first. I guess, Brian, we should probably play the audio. I'm unapologetically pro-life. I believe that we are a culture that protects life, that values life. I think that's who we are as a country, and I'll continue to support those measures. All right. Now, I definitely know who said that because I like her a lot. I've got Danny. Danny, uh, first of all, Danny, where are you from? I'm from Kalora, Maryland. Kalora. See, I'm, I'm reading this. And I'm thinking, where is that? Where is that, Danny? That is in Cecil County. In Cecil County. All right. Nice. Well, Danny, who do you think that was? That was Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Did you know immediately just from the bo- uh, the voice? I knew it immediately from the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got a very distinctive yeah, voice. She does. Yeah, I love her. Yes. Well, Danny, guess what? I love her, too. And you are the winner. Uh, you get bragging rights and Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. Uh, we just ask if you win big, just let us know, because many of us are All living right. check to check, and we're just going to have to live through you. Is that okay? I will do. All right. Well, thank you, Danny. I hope you have a great afternoon. Enjoy the the slightly warmer weather. Uh, Don't forget, play the fun new scratch-off game, Fast Roll, with the top prize of $1,000. Reveal a 7, and you'll win the prize shown. Reveal an 11. That's the one you want. You want the 11. And uh, that symbol will get you double the prize shown. For details, go to mdlottery.com. Please play responsibly. All right, we ask that as well. Always play responsibly. You know what? I love a good Maryland scratch-off lottery ticket, and I, I feel bad. I, this is probably like my bad mother moment. So every like maybe once a week, both Olivia and I will get scratch-off tickets, <laughs> and I always give her one, and she likes to scratch it off. But I do tell her that she's not eighteen, so there's nothing that she can do with it. Uh, but she she actually usually wins more than I do, and of course then I have to give her the cash because she can't tag cash it in. But you know what? You know, I know it's not right. I know. I know. But it's. I, I thought, you know what, we could get away with it because I don't think it's in the Bible. Is it? It's not. It's not in the Bible. 
Give a seven-year-old scratch-off tickets. Jesus said nothing about that. All right, I do want to get into this story because it is a whopper. Hey, can I start using that word? Yes, I can. This is a whopper of a story, okay? Now, as I told you guys before, I love Mackenzie Frost. I love Keith Daniels. I love so many of those. Rebecca Pryor. There's so many people at Fox 45 does a great job. Uh, but I also love Chris Pabst. And he has uh, what they call Project Baltimore. Now, he has a lot of great stories that comes out. Uh, I don't get into all of them just because there are so many details and it's so intricate. I feel as though that I won't do it justice, especially in the amount of time that I have. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I mentioned this story because this is absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. I'll read the headline again for you. Maryland law allows convicted rapists to attend Baltimore High School. The public not informed. Take a listen to this. The mother of a rape victim has come forward with a terrifying warning for parents. Maryland has allowed her daughter's rapist to attend a Baltimore City public schools. Now, Project Baltimore are not identifying the mother to protect the child, which makes sense. Uh, this is what the mother had to say. She said she struggles. She's in therapy. I wouldn't wish what we have gone through on my worst enemy. In May of 2023, when her daughter was just three years old, say it again, three years old, she was sexually abused. A three-year-old. Okay? Goes on to say here, and I know statistically people that deal with sexual abuse, they turn to different alternatives. They turn to drugs. They turn to many different things. And to know what somebody possibly made that decision for her because of their actions is devastating to me as a mom. Because I couldn't protect her from it, and I can't change it. This is a mother speaking. Now, I just want to say to the mom, if you're ever listening to the show, this is not your fault. It is not your fault. It is not your daughter's fault. The fact that we have people living amongst us in this society that would sexually abuse anyone. I will never come to terms with that. I am one of those people that believe that there are some people that should be put to death over it. I am. I, I want the death penalty back. Uh, I think there should be capital punishment, and I think somebody that could rape a three-year-old deserves to be put to death. That is where I stand on this. According to court documents obtained by Project Baltimore, the victim was raped by a now 15-year-old relative. Uh, now, Fox 45 is not identifying him because he is still a minor, right? And, of course, because of the victim as well. Records show on December 27th, the 15-year-old entered a plea in Hartford County to second-degree rape, which is a charge that does involve intercourse. Again, this is a 15-year-old, and you have a 3-year-old. The 15-year-old was not sent to juvenile detention. Instead, the Department of Juvenile Services recommended, get this, probation. He was given 50 hours of community service and counseling for sex offense, excuse me, specific treatment. He's given counseling. Are you saying to me, a 15-year-old raping a 3-year-old, there's counseling for that? I would think there's a wood chipper for that. Counseling? Really? He goes on to say, as a convicted rapist, he was also ordered to have, quote, no unsupervised contact with children under the age of 15. All right, I can see that. I can see that. The mother says the juvenile offender is allowed to continue to live his life completely normal, 
The court pretty much gave him a slap on the wrist, and there was no justice for my child. The mother's absolutely correct. The court order also says mandatory school attendance or to, for this 15-year-old to get their GED, uh, which is what convinced the victim's mother to sit down with Project Baltimore. The 15-year-old entered his plea deal on December 27th over the winter break, and by January, as a convicted rapist, he returned to class at Patterson High School in Baltimore City. So they took this kid from Hartford County, and now he's going to Patterson High School in Baltimore City. <sighs> there are students every day at Patterson High School that are sitting in class with a convicted rapist, and they don't know. That was a question from Chris Pabst. The mother said, yes, they have no clue. They have no clue. They're sitting next to a convicted rapist. Now, Patterson High School is one of the largest high schools in Baltimore City. We all know about Patterson High School because Councilman Zeke Cohen is the councilman there. We've talked about Patterson High School because you've had a kid that was shot and killed not too far from it as he was leaving school at Patterson High School. Remember that? Yes, that was Isaiah Carter. They found his murderer as he was trying to cross the border in Texas. Another story that I can't forget. It has nearly 1,300 students, many of which are ninth graders who are likely under 15 years old. And according to the court order, the rapist can have no unsupervised contact with children under 15. So teachers can't be everywhere, as the mother explains. Parents need to know in order to protect their children. But parents and students were not made aware that this rapist was even in their school. Even though he's a convicted rapist, he's also a juvenile and not registered as a sex offender, which means the school system is not legally allowed to alert the public. It gets worse. It does get worse. The mother then says, I would have to say the state is protecting the rapist. I know if it was my child in a school with a convicted rapist, I would want to know. Because my daughter could be walking down the hall with him and not even know what he's capable. So who's protecting the other students? Under state law, a juvenile sex offender who is not on the registry cannot be barred from attending school in person, except in certain cases. Again, this is Maryland state law. To all of our Maryland legislators in Annapolis, I'm sure you got wind of this. This needs to change as of yesterday. According to the decision by the Maryland State Board of Education, which cites state law, a student can be removed from their, quote, regular school program if they pose an imminent threat of serious harm to other students or staff. The fact that this kid was allowed in any school after raping a three-year-old, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing from a source that that's not the only case this kid was involved in. We're going to have to wait and see. This is disturbing. It reminds me of what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. Remember that story? This is why you had so many of the parents standing up in Loudoun County. This is why Glenn Youngkin's now the governor. Remember that? They had somebody that was supposedly a student that was transitioning using the girls' restroom and the girls' locker room, and that transitioning student sexually assaulted one of the daughters there. Remember that? Then the father went and confronted the school. The school told him there's nothing he could do about it because that person has transitioned. And they'll look into it. But that person that has transitioned is able to use the girl's restroom if that transitioned person wants to. Remember that fight in Loudoun County? The parents won, by the way. Thankfully. I don't know what it's going to take. 
for all of this nonsense to end. And this is on a state level. This is on a state level. You can't you can't point the finger at city council. This is on a state level. This is what happens when you have liberalism to the extent that we have it. Liberalism, in my view, is a disease. It's a disease. They have no core values. They have no morals. They could care less about any of the victims, right? Remember we had Senator State uh, Senator Carter on? Jill Carter, we're asking her about the Juvenile Justice Reform Act. We're asking her about the Child Interrogation Act. We're asking her all these things. Remember that? And she was saying, well, that's just a car. They're just stealing cars. Yeah. I guess because it's not your car. And it's not your livelihood on the line if your car is stolen. So you don't really care. It's just a car. Again, and I, I hate to continue to say it because I do. I have friends that are Democrats. I have relatives that are Democrats. I don't get why you can continue to vote for this party. I understand that there are probably some Democrats in office that are the JFK Democrats that are about law and order. Look, you got Ivan Bates. He's a JFK Democrat, in my view. He is about law and order. Some of them do exist. But but right now, even when it comes to state's attorney Ivan Bates, how much pushback did he get into in Annapolis last session? He got a lot of pushback. He wanted to make it a felony to illegally possess a firearm, right? Or to have been caught with a stolen firearm. They kept pushing back against him. The JFK Democrats are not running the Democrat Party right now. It is the progressive extremists. They are in control. This liberalism is a disease. They're the ones calling the shots. You're telling me you could have a convicted rapist sitting in a classroom with my kid? Really? These are these kids are attending public schools. Taxpayers pay for public schools. How on earth could this continue to happen? How on earth can anybody continue to vote for this ridiculous party that has allowed these extreme liberals or so-called progressives completely take over and turn this thing upside down? Now, if you know for now, right, they're sitting in there with convicted rapists, thanks to Chris Pass at Project Baltimore. Shout out to you guys. If they're sitting there with convicted rapists, you don't think your your kid could be sitting next to a convicted murderer? Who else is your kid sitting next to in class? These kids are scared. Also yesterday, just to kind of throw this on top of it, also yesterday, the city council, of course, they had their city uh, council hearings. Uh, Just so you know, there were kids that showed up at the city council uh, hearing yesterday to tell city council that they want more school resource officers. They want more protection. Now, according to Councilman Z. Cohen and others, remember, we were told that they didn't want more protection. Remember, we, we were told that they want the school resource officers to keep their guns in lockboxes because that makes sense like, you know, absolutely nothing. But they wanted to keep their their guns in lockboxes because kids are around guns way too much as it is on the streets and they're scared that these SROs will have guns. Well, guess what? You had multiple kids show up to City Hall here in Baltimore City yesterday to tell city council members, including Councilman Zeke Cohen, they want more SROs and they want them to be armed. Stop speaking for these kids. These kids are in danger in these schools, in these classrooms. Now, remember, these kids were down there yesterday at City Hall because of the kid that was found at Dunbar High School with three loaded handguns. That's why they were down there. Liberalism is a disease. It's a disease. At this point, when you're hearing about all these things that are happening, think, just think about what we talked today about today on, uh, on the show. Safe streets, 
criminal activity, the gangs running the streets, right? Mayor Scott, I don't know. You know like I know that I don't know. Right? I mean, he doesn't know anything, according to him. He's just sitting around with his Ravens jersey on top of his white button-up collared shirt looking ridiculous. He doesn't know anything. That's bull crap. I don't believe it. You know. You know, like I know, that you know. And you're sitting there and you're allowing, you're allowing these gang members to run the city in which you took an oath to preside over. You took an oath to protect the citizens here. You took an oath to make sure that the trash was picked up, to make sure that the kids were not afraid to go to school, that they would go to school and get a decent education. You took that oath. You got into office and defunded the police, and now you're acting like, oh, yeah, we support the police. We don't forget that, Mayor Scott. You might have a short-term memory, but we don't. I know you would like to think that everybody's stupid, but we're not. And now you have this on the state level. And guess what we'll see Governor Westmore do after after the story is broke? Now, what are we going to see him doing this weekend? He'll be at M&T Bank Stadium, grinning and smiling, bobbing his head, you know, looking like a dolphin. He'll be all excited about his team. He'll be shaking hands, high-fiving, probably taking pictures with Taylor Swift. He's a fanboy. Your governor is a fanboy while everybody else is in danger. This story came out yesterday. You think you saw something today from Governor Westmore? saying that he's going to tackle this issue, making sure that rapists aren't sitting in classrooms with other people's kids? You think he, he said anything about this? No. He's probably somewhere looking at a windmill, talking about his climate initiatives. Ah, <laughs> oh, I laugh because it's so pathetic and frustrating. It's a joke. All right, coming up next, if you want to weigh in on this, you absolutely can. I will check the text line here to see uh, if anybody wants to weigh in via text. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Coming up next, I do want you to hear that audio from Charles Payne as he was on Fox News. I'm saying, you know, he, he dropped the hammer. He really did. And for all those that like to call the show and talk about President Trump, knowing what's going on at the local and state level here in Maryland, I want you to take a listen to what Charles Payne had to say because he was spot on. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott, and I'm sure that you've heard that Sean and I are going to be planning a first-ever brunch together Wednesday, February 21st at Expectation in Timonium. We're going to be there by 11 to greet you and enjoy brunch with everybody. Expectation has a wonderful menu for every taste bud. You can enjoy the All-American with eggs, bacon, ham, and potatoes, a variety of eggs benedict, such as shrimp and crab, prime rib benedict, and smoked salmon benny. So call today, 443-652-3040, to let Expectation know that you're going to be coming to our brunch February 21st. It's going to be first come, first serve, and you don't need a reservation. The room is large with plenty of overflow capacity available. We'll talk about local and national news and play Choose Your Fake News. We can't wait to meet you at Expectation and Timonium, February 21st. Please call today, 443-652-3040, to let them know that you plan on attending the first ever Expectation Brunch. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom Calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. 
Half the cost savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line 5 gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, Debt Blue is here for you. With Debt Blue Success Guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at Debt Blue are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt. Get money today if you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hey guys, it's Carson. Thursday on the show, one quarter of Gen Z are now LGBTQIA+, but it's not a choice. Plus, the LA Times, Washington Post, NBC, Paramount, all slashing their staffs because that's what happens when you abandon truth for propaganda, and the Democrat Socialists of America are going bankrupt. We're winning. Noon to three on WCBM. All right, well, hope you've been enjoying yourself uh, for today's show. I know I've been... I, I like to think it's called very passionate today. <laughs> very passionate. And, and that is because, you know, the things that we discuss, if you ever notice, it, it really is a lot of it goes back to public safety. And we pay taxes, and many of us don't like uh, big government as it is. And so instead of banning plastic bags or banning styrofoam cups, I wish they would ban crime. You know what I mean? I wish they would ban open-air drug markets. That, that to me, is, is something that where our, our money would be well spent. But they don't focus on stuff like that. They focus on everything else. Everything else. Well, I wanted you to take a listen to Charles Payne yesterday. If you watch Fox News, he's uh, the big teddy bear uh, that's usually on Fox Business. Yeah, sometimes he fills in for Neil Cavuto. Uh, he's really a really nice guy. And he really, he never raises his voice. So, you know, just think about that as you listen. Take a listen. You know, Charles, you talked about uh, the issues here and how immigration here is is at the top, but it also is an economic issue, and right. it crosses all boundaries. And it is a weakness for President Biden and the Democrats. Uh, Dean Phillips talks about this on the trail, and he talks about how Democrats demean MAGA voters. He talked about it with me today, saying that, you know, it's just strange they're talking about a, a group of voters like that. And, and, and I don't think it's narcissism. I think if it's you've lived in New York long enough, you know it's maybe a New York thing. Someone punches you, you punch him back harder. That's why I grew up in Harlem. Not so. if the country's at stake, right? He, won, he became president of the United States uh, with that same personality. I, I don't think that, you know, he, listen, I think it's worse with Biden calling MAGA. Biden's anger and vitriol and hatred for MAGA it's far more worse than President Trump's individual battles with someone who crosses him. That is something that is really detrimental to this country, that the president of the United States despises half of the United States. President Biden, I, I said earlier today, I just wrote about a week ago, I had a segment coming up, so I, I Googled Biden hates MAGA. Nothing but articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for Who's writing those articles? It doesn't matter. And Look it's at not. It. Because, because the bottom line is he says it. He has vitriol for them. And so does MSNBC and so does CNN and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow Americans. And it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. That all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community, for the children to have prosperity. They want the same thing, but they demean them all the time. That's why I think Phillips was so intriguing, because he went to a rally. 
to find out for himself. And guess what? Golly, these are some pretty cool people. And that's what it comes down to. Charles Payne is so right there. And like I said, he never is his voice. And many of you probably watched him, you know, either recently or in the past. He's usually just kind of even kill. I I agree with him. And that's how I feel about it, right? It's kind of like, as he pointed out, Hillary Clinton calling Trump supporters a bunch of deplorables, right? They looked down on certain individuals. All of those that stood up during the pandemic and said that they weren't taking this experimental vaccine, uh, they didn't feel like it was going to work. They didn't feel like uh, the pandemic and the virus was as bad as they, the experts, quote unquote, were making it seem. And guess who was, who was right in all that? The so-called deplorables, right? Those that did not jump up and go put a mask on their face or get the vaccine and the booster shots. Turns out the deplorables were right. Because all we used to, all we usually apply to all of these uh, situations is common sense and logic. And for some reason, with liberalism, common sense and logic doesn't exist. It's, it's like, it's not part of the, the agenda in which they have. They don't have critical thinking skills. So the deplorables, those that they call MAGA, We critically think about a situation, and then we react after we think it through. The other side does it. They just all want to toe the line. They say, well, an expert said to do this, so I'm going to do it. Well, does that make sense to you? You're just going to do what they tell you to do? You're not going to think about it? I will never want to be on their team. They're a bunch of idiots. All right, tomorrow we got so much to talk about, especially some uh, weirdo over at Johns Hopkins. (laughs) Wait till you hear about it. I'll join you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Brian, as always, thank you for a great show. Want to go to a place to dine that will really wow you with outstanding food at friendly prices? Discover romantic dining at Bud's at Silver Run Restaurant. Bud's at Silver Run is a multiple award winner of Best Restaurant of the Area. Their crab egg roll may be the best appetizer in the state. Their filet mignon is superb, and their homemade soups, salads, and entrees are out of this world. Valentine's Day reservations are now being accepted. Tell Ken and Brooke or their fine staff that you heard about them on the radio. Just Google B-U-D-S or Bud's at SilverRun.com. Cresslock.com is a local company specializing in access control, automatic doors, security cameras, and locksmith services. Cresslock.com has the tools and personnel to handle your projects. All Cresslock.com staff are required to have the Maryland Security Technician License. We have licensed master electricians and locksmiths. So stop by Cresslock.com at 10015 Plasky Highway to see our state-of-the-art showroom and mobile showroom. Or give us a call at 410-256-7800 to bring our showroom to your site. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening.